Thomas. It's messy up there. Thomas Mitty. Not go sniffing around. Oh. Hi, Thomas. Are oh, you doing it now? Yeah, if you feel like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, put on the cans. Yep, grab the. That's is that the. That's a penis. This is a vagina. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can take it apart if you want to. Oh. If you get nervous or. Oh. You know, the, we do have a vagina over there. Actually. Where is the vagina? I haven't seen it. Where yeah. is it? Yeah, I'll go grab it. Look at no, us. No, no, both no. of us, Sim, you and I, I both know where it is. I and see yet it. we're not, we are too lazy to get I it. I don't see it. I'm no, a, that's another penis. Why, why are these such a large part of your show? <laughs> hey, Anna, will you, will you move the microphone closer to. Oh, like this? There you go. Oh. How do you feel about this? Yeah. No, oh. it's going to bother you. <laughs> I know. Perfect. I hate it too. <laughs> Anna uh, was hitting uh, Thomas's uh, face with the microphone. Uh, Sim, the oh, great God. narrator. <laughs> uh, dear listeners, I'm a little annoyed with Sim, but more importantly, um, Thomas Middleditch is um, our guest tonight. I'm a huge fan, of course, oh. of Silicon Valley. And that's how I'm going to lead you in. Uh, that, Isn't that, I'm, I'm wonderful. Can I, I, can I say something to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say that Silicon Valley is my all-time favorite show. It is Whoa. so fucking good. It's so good. Whoa, you know, thank you. and you know what? And you are such a huge part of it because your natural I know I see I see your generosity as a comedic actor oh. because you are you're playing you are navigating the trickiest by far role like on television. Oh, no, like, that, and that's not you true. you are you do it so beautifully. No, it cuz cuz you have to be you have to indicate to the audience the emotional level. Right. And so you have to sacrifice probably um, you being the driving force doesn't always allow for insane quirkiness. Right. And, and you know what I'm saying, right? I do. And yeah. you're so fucking brilliant. It is uh, – you carry the audience with um, with the their love of Pied Piper. <laughs> Thank you. That's very kind of you to say. I don't let you talk. I just, I, this is cool. the, called the compliment podcast. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's great. I, that makes me feel really good. Maybe one day I, um, I'll be finally crowned Prince of Hollywood. <laughs> oh, well, you're Canadian. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. always allow. You know. <laughs> the foreigners. Yes. Not in this America. No. Um, that's Yeah, thank you very much. Um, it's been a life-changing experience, that's for sure. But I think, I mean... The 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 real meat of the old show is the writers. It's a very it's a writers show. They got a great staff. You got the old Mike Judge. You got the old Alec Berg. Right. And you got all those other funny funny boys. <clears throat> yes. Kamel, Zach, Martin, Tajay. But I th- but I love it that you all are bring your clearly your own point of view it's as truth. an actor. And the I don't know it makes it such a great show because um, because your characters are all so well defined. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I guess I did. wasn't really a question, was it? No, no, it wasn't. no. But I can say thank you at the end of that. Okay. I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Unless there was a prompt to, to to elaborate on my thank you. Where do you guys shoot that show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we shoot it here in uh, in Los Angeles, California. How do you like LA? I do like it. You do. What do you like about it? I don't know. I think I've summed it up in past statements as it's kind of a mix of. Um, a metropolitan world, you know, a city, but a bit of um, bohemia, a bit of sort of like awareness as to other things. Now that is, you can point to a million examples as to why that's not the case. There's plenty of flippant, self-absorbed people in this city, but I would argue that they're everywhere. 
that's life. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I like that it feels like a big city, but it's, um, yeah, I don't know. There's plenty of my types, I guess. I found my tribe, more, more or less. I also think California is a really cool state. It's very varied. There's, yeah. If you like a break from the city and care to enjoy the wilderness, California has it in spades. The Sierra Mountains. I, I love like that we have an Irish, a sort of a, a man of slight Irish heritage promoting Cali- the state of California. <laughs> Come to California, will you? <laughs> See the mountains and the lakes and all that. <laughs> ski, ski, and then go right on down to surf or surfing. Yeah. That's a- this is the regional commercial we air in Dublin. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, cheap airline tickets. I, I, I love L.A. because I do, I think that it really does offer young people a chance, or people who have more than any, it'll dismiss you, you know, mm-hmm. it, but it really does, uh, there isn't any other industry or place in the world that I think gives opportunity. It is, it is the end of the line in terms of the, uh, the Hollywood Express. Naturally, it's called the Hollywood Express. Um, But yeah, there's a lot to be done in the entertainment industry. But I also like the city even outside of that. I know plenty of people who aren't in the business and they're all up to cool stuff. I don't know a lot of them. I will admit most of my pals are are involved in some way. But I think that I've I've definitely, without meaning to, just out of busyness, just um, shrunk my social circle. Oh, yeah. Especially being married, having a kid, it's mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so now it's just Sim. Sim. It's just the two of us. Just, oh. <laughs> yep. So I don't get out much. Okay. But do any of your fine. friends like before you actually started on Silicon Valley? Before you became in the public eye, um, you, I'm sure you had a bunch of friends. Now, what happens after you've achieved some some type of success? Oh. What happens to your friends then? Do they do they still stay your friends, or do they get annoyed that you're busy all the time? Do they think do they think maybe you're a little big time? I, I, I'm like just, I'm a big time hot shot. Yeah, yeah. Like what happens? What happens to your old friends once you've actually finally broken? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I, <clears throat> I'm sure there's been some people that have changed opinions of me and. As I did at one point, I'm sure of other people, but the, uh, I'm not sure how much that is attributed to <laughs> success and more just us sort of shaking hands and being like, we're better as acquaintances. I've probably always had the same amount of friends. I've never been one to to carry on with, with many, many close friends. Lots of acquaintances, lots of people I know, lots of people I f- forget the names of. Yes. Even people I shouldn't, even people oh, yeah. I've met many times oh. and I've known for years and I look them right in the eyes and I just don't know who I they are. I just hug people. Yeah. I uh, just hug them. Hey, dude. Good to see you. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's an embarrassment, but still a fact. Um, but yeah, in terms of core level of friends, there's always a smaller number. It's around the under, it's an under 10. It's a single yeah. digit number usually. I, I hope not too many people have changed their opinion of me, those who knew me. I have. Then that's fair. I have become (laughs) a mess. No, but... No, I'm a real bitch. I feel like success has made you amazing. (laughs) Made me an amazing bitch. (laughs) Rare, rare. This kitty's got claws. I think success changes everyone in some way. I really do. I don't think... I think it's pretty much impossible for you to go through this this old thing without something changing you, even if it's just temporary. mm -hmm. And even if when you come out, you're even better, but there's going to be, you're going to have a moment where if you were looking at yourself, you'd go, no, 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 sweetheart. We don't do that. I have a delusion that people want to hear my voice and like what I'm saying 
Whereas, like, before nobody gave a shit, so I didn't right. talk. And so now <laughs> I talk and I make, I noticed on set, like, actors making these grand pronouncements of boring shit. Oh, yeah. In front of the crew. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I was so, like, I got held up at the thing. And then, uh, what a day. Oh, my God, Trump, right? But, uh, mm-hmm. Okay, you guys, wait, so what's happening today? And, like, the whole crew... They have to be rolling their eyes back yes. into their skulls, and and I and I I've thought about like how suddenly I assume the people will think what I'm saying is interesting yes. because I am now famous. That's many. <laughs> that's many actors. Yes, yes it's so fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah, I I found that most, and th- this isn't to sound elitist. I just think in comedy you require a certain sort of sarcasm about the world, a certain sort of kind of like everything is absurd and everything is ridiculous. Therefore, it's all on the on the chopping block to potentially make fun of, including myself, including everything. But like earnestness is a, a killer of comedy. And boy, it, you think I earnestness? Think, really? I think so. Sometimes. Oh, because I would totally argue the opposite. But maybe well, we're defining it in different ways. It's possible. I, my, where I'm going with this is that like, you know, a lot of straight actors uh, who are just earnest. I see what end you're up saying. having their head up their own ass more. Yeah. I'm not saying no comedian has his head up his ass. I that think... is or her. But that, that is totally true. But like um without the sort of like third eye of realizing how everything abs- is absurd, you kind of t- sometimes tend to forget yeah. who that it is. I'm knocking um uh, the penis and vagina diagrams. But also <laughs> like like Hollywood provides a really ripe training ground for that to become that because to become up to your be, ass yeah yeah because you have pas like knock like people are telling you where to be at any given moment yes. like in assuming that you're a child you are going to start behaving like a child yes and not only that is if you even achieve some some modicum of success you have people just strangers coming up and be like i like you in some way Right. I like what you do. Can I get a selfie or something? And you just walk around with this sort of like, wow, I am very important. Right. I must be a god amongst men here. Yeah. But I think, I mean, for me, a very sobering national event was this election where essentially half the country was like, you're not important, like screaming, even if, if they, even if they maybe don't believe it, that's what they wanted us to know. And it yeah. was kind of weird. Yeah. So, sometimes you got to listen up, I think. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So the other day, Chris has been going through, he gets into crazy like spring cleaning mode. Uh-huh. I am getting to sort of a weird roundabouty point here. Oh, but um, you can oh. go around the mulberry bush. So he's cleaning out stuff and he's throwing away stuff like mad and it's kind of annoying me. Like mad crazy. Yeah, like a little mad crazy. Like throwing away my books and doing oh. shit like that. And, you know, he sort of, I they're books that I have never read and nor will I probably the ever read. The internet for dummies? Right. <laughs> so yeah, shit like that. Um but he ha- grabbed, he like found a 
men's fitness that he's on the cover of. Ooh, and I bet he's, he's so cut. He's got his pack. <laughs> I bet he's got his cheese grater on he his He looks hot. But he was like, should I keep this? And I, and I said, yeah, honey, we, yes, we have to keep that. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, why should we keep it? And then I think I came up with a really, really good reason why to keep Chris's men fitnesses covers, which uh-huh. is if we get invaded by aliens. Yes. We have no way to communicate with them. Okay. We could point to the magazine covers so they would understand that we are, um, we, you know, we shouldn't be necessarily slaughtered. You're that we famous. are, that we're leaders. You're famous enough we're to leader, not get we're slaughtered. Lead, we're leaders amongst our people. <laughs> That'd be great if the alien invaders were obsessed with fame. <laughs> We're, yeah. They're big fans of Hollywood. <laughs> you show them the cover, they're like, bleep, yeah. bleep, no, we we're, already know. We're the only we ones that are spared. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so you got to save, like, start saving, well, like, your I, shit, man. I save, stu- I save stuff. You I gotta, have a little... You got to be able to prove it to the lock nerds. I have even <laughs> the lock nerds. That sounds like lake nerds, like a Scottish nerd, the lock nerds. Anyway, I, I, have, uh, I have a little wall of accomplishments where I put, like, little snippings and stuff like that, just because I also think... At any moment, it's all going to go away. Or skip to I'm 90 and not working, and I can be like, oh, look at all these things I've done. Same way, I hope if I had another type of job, I would achieve, I would save my accomplishments as well. Yeah. My my various famous math equations. If you had another job, because what, what I'd would be a it mathematician. Be? Was that, is that what no, it would be? No, no, I'm oh. absolutely dog shit at math. Uh, I don't know. What, what, what would you, I, I, I have two ideas. What would your answer be? Oh. You've got a chronic. Medical condition that if you act, if you act one more line, you die. <laughs> so now, right now, not as if you're starting when you're younger, you have to jump ship and do something else. I'd like to be a producer. Oh. So it, it. does it have to it's be something in It's still in the biz? In the... No, it does. I mean, it, it can be. It can I, be whatever you like. I'd like, well, but. It, or, or maybe you're, tw- you're now you're 19. You know, you're 19, re- you can start over okay, at, with I anything. Two, I have two. I'd like to be, even though they don't exist anymore, like a travel guidebook writer. <laughs> you could do that well, in no, blog they, format. They exist in digital, right? Like for yeah. internet. Mm-hmm. That, um, or I, you know, I do have a fantasy, and I think it just is because I've, I've been in Hollywood too long. But I have a fantasy of being like a goat cheese farmer, <laughs> like that is really, really good goat cheese. <laughs> you own the land and your goats. Goats are being goats are interesting. They're being used also to like clear brush because they fucking eat anything. Yeah. So you go under power lines and clear up brush with goats. I need a double duty animal. Yeah, more like double duty because of the poops. I'm killing it. But wait, you didn't answer the question. What would it be? Okay, two ones. Always, always. I've I've been I've been into video games since I was a wee boy. I love games. I I don't think I have the 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 passion for programming but there's all kinds of other occupations within video games either concept art or pr or or something but to work at a a development studio would be pretty cool for video games or Uh uh-huh uh i've got i've also had a long time love affair with aviation and if i had if i had maybe at 16 decided to join the air cadets which was kind of like you know royal canadian air force air force that's an old comedy show i just (laughs) accidentally quoted royal canadian air force uh it's like uh, boy scouts for them if i had had the sense to join up with with those rascals i may have uh i don't know got my wings through the service or something like that would you 
ever want to like fly commercial jets around the world? Not commercial jets. Uh, uh, Fighter well, jets? I don't think I've got the, the, the natural abilities for that. I'm not sure. I don't know. I've got my pilot's license now, um, which is a joy. So I don't know how that would have evolved back then, but uh, it would have been cool. I think what would have been cool, uh, you know, if I'd have stayed up in Canada and stuff is to be a, a helicopter pilot. Cause you can do, there's a lot of jobs there for that in the logging industry and stuff. It'd be pretty fun. To oh yeah. Fly in tree planters into remote locations and that, that'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to be like a cute, well, help maybe I'm a little, you know, 40 year old fire jumper. Yeah. And well, this <laughs> is our rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, it's my dream job. Same here. <laughs> Wait, look at us living our living our lives to the fullest. Oh, you have a little dirt on your cheek. <laughs> That's not dirt. It's my own shit. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> that's also part of my dream is that I eat my own poo. <laughs> I'm a chopper pilot and I eat my own excrement. <laughs> Been that way for 20 years. Uh, of course, I started in the service, Royal Canadian Air Force. Oh, wait, can we back it up to the other thing you just said, though? Yeah, yeah, you, tea. You eat your own shit. I know that you're a pilot, but you eat your own... Yes, it's the only way to stay alive out here. In the bush. Really? Cause you, you don't want to have a tail strike and then not be eating your own shit. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. the only thing is, is because I, yeah. I thought that you got those like ration boxes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Stuff. I chew through those like a motherfucker. <laughs> and then, guess what? They're coming out and I'm still hungry, so shit eating. If you have it, you can eat my shit if that makes you more comfortable. Or you can eat your own shit and I'll just watch and guide when, you through it. Uh, <laughs> when, when? It's pretty simple. You just grab it and shove it in. <laughs> So I guess sometimes I miss because you commented on my skin <laughs> on my face now. Where did this lisp come from? <laughs> what? How did you just? How did you discover this lisp all of a sudden for this character? Oh, I just you know, sort of like. <laughs> it's the type of guy who's like, yeah, it's like those guys. I want to see this rom com yeah. so bad. You ever? T- it's like you ever sort of just casually chit chat with someone. They'll usually be like on a on a set. They'll be like deep grip electric or something that you only see you've seen once or like the snake wrangler or something and you're like <laughs> you're like hey and his name's like i don't know like what, what a snake wrangler name duke. like duke or like carla carlisle or i don't know like, I don't carlisle, know, Star I like carlisle. and you're like hey man how's it going oh well i got pretty good i had to put my dog down today and <laughs> And you're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of pending, a lot of pending charges. But yeah, 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 yeah. Sun's, sun's shining, sun's shining. All right, man. <laughs> I regret asking. Yeah, like the conversation you don't want to get into. Anyway, you got to come out here and get all these snakes. Otherwise, you know, you could, you could bite you. And you probably only have about six minutes to live. And that's obviously we have animatum. I've got to hear him. <laughs> <laughs> And they're always making an announcement. Uh, All right, everybody. You know, there are snakes. <laughs> they are there snakes. in the wind. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That's like the need to be heard, right? Yeah, um, I think that's okay. I didn't mean it in a negative way. I just, no. It's an observation. No, 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 no. I'm very tender lately to, to not, not to make sure, I, even if I'm jesting and ribbing, it's not with the intent of being malicious. I don't really, I don't sense that you're a very malicious person by nature. Well, I mean, that's never been part of my game, but I think it's in response to, I just quit Twitter 
because I was just, even if it wasn't directed at me or other people, it's just maybe even out in the ether. It was just like, it scroll through and it's just like, God, everyone is so mean. Yes. Everyone yeah. is just so angry and mean. I don't want to be accused of like being a hypocrite of like, how dare you accuse, how do you promote niceness, but you're also a catty little bitch. Right. <laughs> so right. anyway, um, enough of that. Deal breakers? Let's do it. Or, okay. So we're going to imagine you're single. <laughs> As I do every day. <laughs> how long have you been married? Uh, coming up on two years. So it's pretty new. Congrats. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you, you should say congratulations if I've said I've been married 20 years. That's where right. you should say congratulations. I didn't know what to say. You weren't elaborating, so I just yeah. threw it in there. Oh, two, two, what's to elaborate on almost two years? One uh, month, but then just uh, silence? Oh, sure. Right. No, no, it's, I mean, it's great. Uh, I, I, I mean, it's the same. I'd say it's the same as not being, as just being just dating, except now, like, the state of California yeah. has a vested financial interest in the outcome of your marriage. But other than that, it's the exact same thing, you know? I had an actress once say to me, um, I said I was getting married, and she said, oh, you're getting married? Marriage is so much fun. And I remember thinking, and I don't mean to, like, put her down, because I feel like that might be something that I would say out of, like, not knowing what to say. Right. But the idea of, like, describing marriage as fun makes it seem like it's a, a ride at Six Flags or something. <laughs> you know, like, um, it's when it's a complicated. It, it's it's super complicated. In this business, my God, it's very, very complicated. I think if you're to get married, probably in any business, really, you have to be marrying uh, a very good friend of yours, like your yeah. best friend, and also, ideally, a best friend that you want to, you know, totally. fool around with in between the sheets. What you guys do then? Okay. What do we do? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> But for the purposes of this this segment here, we're gonna you're single. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. I've been okay. Deal breakers. She doesn't watch R-rated movies. Just as a rule, as like a morality rule. You can ask her. Why don't you watch? Hey, babe. Why don't you watch uh, R-rated movies? I hate the letter R. Fucking get out. (laughs) I love. I love R. Favorite letter? No, you don't understand. My grandma was killed by an R. No, oh. we all called her R, but we like. But I think she was a Nazi. So um, I hate the letter R. Oh, okay. Well, and okay. Still, I like R-rated movies. I'm sorry. I just don't want you to ever watch them. You can't control me. Okay, but we fucked really good. Yeah, we fucked nasty, and that's not in contention. It's the controlling. Excuse uh, me. Hey. Samantha, it was fun. Let's keep it cash. <laughs> Good dick. Hey, man, this is Single Thomas. You're damn right I'm a dick. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> okay, she lets it slip. She has another date tomorrow night. So you're on a first date. Oh. She... If we're on a first date, I won't hold that against her. Really? In this day and age, come on. Because <clears throat> Sim has strong feelings. Whoa. It depends. Well, it depends how interested I am in her. How how did the date go? How's well, the date going? Sim described it because he yes, this was his collaboration here. He described it as going. You're vibing really well. Vibing. Oh, yeah, you're having a great time on the first. Oh, date. for having a great time. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I think you can be honest. I think you can say. I really enjoyed tonight. This was, I really liked it. I'd like to, I'm, I'm a little bummed that you're going on another day, but I get it. You know, you just met me. I just, my argument is that there's, a, I feel like there's a specific kind of person that would let it slip. Because I, I don't think I would. Oh, you be, just wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't disclose uh, it. Right. And I think that there's a, another kind of person who, would. And, but Sim had a strong yeah, argument because well, he's like, when you go out on Tinder dates, you're talking about Tinder all the time or like, you know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you'll, you know, since you met on Tinder, you talk about, how oh, so how's Tinder going for you? And then you'll talk about past dates and then oh. maybe it'll slip that you have other dates lined up because you have a whole like queue of, of people that you are. That sounds like a date that, that's vibing more in a, in a friend category. A friend that you don't have I, time for anymore. A friend that you don't have time for. If you sort of are forthwith with the fact that that person's not the only one, you maybe just be like, this is really comfortable in a sort of friendly way. Right, which means it's, it's not going to go any, yeah, any yeah. Far, further. You should try yeah. uh, Bumble. I hear, I hear that's pretty <laughs> Are you telling me to try Bumble? Are you single? This is my girlfriend. Right here. Oh, I, I didn't know. <laughs> you said you were going on Tinder dates. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-oh. Mm, I'm out of here. We did meet on an app, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, if you're... if And I made her cancel on a date um, before our second date. Oh, that's nice. See? Yeah. Very forceful. <laughs> Women like, like that. Exclusivity, date one. Nice, nice. There's also um, Raya for the for the famous or for rich. The celebs, yeah. yeah. How do you get on that? Do you have to, like... Is it, like, applying to the academy? Yeah, it's like it's like uh, Soho House. You have to be recommended and yeah. to apply, and that then you have to be so recommended weird. to someone yeah. who's already in... That's so weird. Yeah. yeah. That's the only one that you could go on should you be single tomorrow. That would be the only one that could ever you would that would, you, would you, you couldn't go cuz you couldn't go would on, go on another one. Me? Yeah. Would you ever go on a dating app if you were single? God, I've never really I yeah, yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I guess cuz that's how you meet people now. But Well, no, you could meet know. them other ways. But I don't <laughs> But I don't know like the idea of like a celebrity exclusive one it's got. I, I can but, only imagine that attracting some of the darker elements yeah, of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would I be? I feel like I'd be matched up with Ray Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Liotta. <laughs> and I'd be terrified. Ray Liotta. I tell like, you what. Ah. I saw a young Ray Liotta uh, recently on that Disney movie Dumbo Drop. What'd you think? He is a Did they spicy, drop it? spicy meatball. Yeah, he dropped it. A nice hot elephant right in the middle of Vietnam. He is a sexy man, uh, man in that film. Dumbo drop. Donald Glover. No, I mean, D- Danny. Well, Danny Glover also no no slouch either, but he's a bit older there. Yeah. But really, Odiachi Chachi. <laughs> um, okay, she borrows your toothbrush after your first sleepover without asking. Uh, I the old Thomas would be upset about it, but the new one. Oh, really who's care. the new one? The new I mean, one's just just chiller. 
Yeah, just a little bit more chiller. What? Have I noticed that she's got a dank ass mouth? Like, is it stinking oh. there? Or is it like, oh, she had a nice Would mouth. Would you spend the night with her? So I kissed. Yeah. And did I did I have the reaction of like, ooh, that's uh, is a nice mouth or a I bad think, mouth? I don't know. I didn't think. Is she, it, did we have a great, did we have a great evening together? You, you know you what had, I'm saying? You know what? You had a B plus. Like there were she a couple, just, like good sex. There were a couple of things that she said that were slightly obnoxious. Oh, okay. Well, you know, but just a couple. I wouldn't. I wouldn't make a fuss out of it. I would kind of be like, well, "That's weird that she didn't ask." And yeah. then maybe next time over, I would be like, "Hey, here's a toothbrush for you." Wait, the fact that she didn't ask is the one. That's it's think, a part that'll bother. I don't know me. If everything else was okay, really, that's going to be the deal breaker. What would my bothered. Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, wouldn't really would, you, would it bother you? On <laughs> <laughs> my Larry David? Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, it w- well. Be, that's because uh, because my I haven't had like one night. You know what I mean? You like, never had so, a one nighter, but not, not since really. a while. I mean, I had a weird thing in college, but but not really. Like so. I, so what I'm saying is, if I I feel like my only experience is if I had if I've had if I've had a one nighter, I've I'm really liking this guy, Ooh, and yeah. I, my tendency is to overlook a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying it would be a red flag, but I'm just saying personally, I would. I would totally let it go. Um, Does that mean I'm desperate? No. Look, I, I get why she would want to use my toothbrush. It's a Philip Sonicare, like, <laughs> like diamond black model. That's like a whole premium. different thing. Like, what if I she uses it. the Philips without asking? I mean, I would just be like, I understand. I may even slide up and be like, isn't it good? Did you get that isn't Philips so good? thing in a gift bag? Yeah, it is, it's swag <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. Actually, it's someone else's swag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's insane. That that element of, of the industry is pretty bonkers, too. Um, you're out on a date with a girl. Nice. That's and um, she is in PR, and she's telling you all about her really busy sh- schedule. Okay. It's a little boring. Shed, she says schedule. And she's, she does say schedule. Schedule. So she's boring me with her um, her busy work life. I shouldn't have added that part. What if she's really interesting, but she still says schedule? So she's not in PR anymore. No. She's, she's got a really interesting job she, and she says um, schedule? She just got back from the Peace Corps where she, her schedule consisted Move. of haul, oh, shoot, oh, shoot. hauling mud I like how you, from point A to point B. I like how you think that my ideal interesting date is with someone from the Peace Corps. You don't know me very well. I'm um, well, uh, I'd be interested, and uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. I think that would be funny. I say words weird on purpose all the time. I can. I couldn't list them for you, but I know I do. But even like if she's what? not British, she's just saying she's American. She says schedule, <laughs> and with no, there's no curl of the lip. There's no like I know I'm doing it. Not really. She also says that she can't wait to have children. <laughs> you just added that. <laughs> <laughs> and she wants to go to Ibiza. <laughs> I'll I'll say, let's keep it casual. Let's keep it casual. And if she's down to keep it casual, then that's fine. She is not. She has a busy, busy schedule. She wants to get it. She wants to get a ring on it. She's got a schedule. Keep it here too. Got to get that baby. <laughs> um, she sleeps with all the lights on. Ooh, that'd be tough. I'm 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 a light sleeper and kind of I have bouts of insomnia, so that'd be a deal breaker. You put a light eye mask on? I do, but I mean with the lights on, not a nightlight, full lights. Yeah, that's tough. Not for a serious. I keep it casual. There's yeah. 
for keeping it casual in the world of Tommy Mids, there's a very large net. Very, very easy to keep it casual with old timey middle ditch. <laughs> but if we want, if we want seriousness, then, then like if I want future, then yeah, I can't, I can't do that. I'd be wide awake all night. When do you have that conversation with her though? If you're keeping it casual in the beginning, everything's great. Yeah. Then when do you tell her? I say, hey, how, how attached are you to sleeping with the lights fully on bright? How do, how, how, how do we feel? I'm, well, story? because um, part of the problem is, is it when I was a kid, Uh-oh. I had some, there was just some things that happened. Yeah. And so I don't like darkness. Okay. So I don't want to like tell you everything that happened. And I get that. And it, you don't need to. <laughs> <laughs> you really don't. Um, okay. No, well, I mean, I would love to sometime. Yeah, I maybe mean, sometime. But, but not now. maybe now. No. I don't know. It's all right. Here's the thing. Oh, it's, it's a wee boy. <gasps> Hi, Jack. Oh, Jack is here. Hi. Wow. Hi. Mommy. What? <gasps> oh, yay. You got me a rock. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, can you say hi to Thomas? Hi. Hi, Jack. I'm Thomas. Hi, Bunny. Oh, you're not coming in to kiss me. You're coming in to take over. He's putting on the headphones right now. Ask me a question, Jack. Hello. That is a you statement. Ask a question? <laughs> What's your favorite color? You know, call me classic, but I enjoy a, a nice blue. Oh. What about you? Uh, black. Black? Well, I hate to break it to A you. nice black. That's a, that's a shade, but uh, fair enough. <laughs> a nice black. He's having fun. He's not taking off his headphones. Oh, he just <laughs> I love you. See bro. you. Bye, Jack. Bye, Jack. Bye, Jack. What'd you say? Bye. 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 Um, that was my son. A real boy. A real boy. A human boy, <laughs> made from genes and cells. Peanut butter and banana was a sandwich I had every day for about like. 15 years of really? going through school. Yeah, That's my mom made my sandwich event. until I was 18 years old. So Elvis, Elvis used to eat that, right? And always peanut butter right. and banana. Yeah. Peanut butter I, and banana is Elvis's favorite food. Favorite I th- meal. think it was peanut butter and like bacon and all kinds of stuff. Oh, I didn't know about the bacon. Do you still eat it now? Uh, no, not so much. But I, I mean, I love peanut I never stop eating peanut butter. I'm a big is peanut it, butter boy. Is it, um, but do you have like cravings for peanut butter and banana? No. No nostalgia. From time, from time to time, I do, I do embark. Because that's a long time to eat a peanut butter. And I know. Sandwich. I think that's maybe why I'm like I don't need it all the time anymore. Yeah. No. I I, I would crave variety. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my that was my variety was my kryptonite growing up. I was a very picky eater. Don't you think I was? <laughs> what was your? Because Sim is too. It was. Like didn't like Still a lot am. of vegetables. Yeah. Oh, see, I reached a point where I like I think I had sushi for the first time. I was like twenty, twenty one. I had it for the first time. I was like, what? This you mean this was out there the whole time? And I just Did you, didn't like, you liked like it, it right away, hundred percent right away. And then I had a very profound moment of like, okay, I'm gonna try everything. And now in my thirties, I've limited myself by trying to eat less and less meat. I don't know. It's kind of being a Hollywood douchebag about it. Hollywood douchebag with Thomas Middleditch. We're gonna take a five minute break, and then we're gonna do calls. Oh. Calls will be fun. Is this a live one? No. Oh. <laughs> I, like, I like that you asked that, though.
All right, we're back. Uh, what do you think, Anna? Should we get the calls? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Thomas, you ready for this? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just looking at the inside of the no, penis. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. I'm just asking if you're ready. It's kind of yeah, fascinating, yeah. right? Well, you know, it fills the blood. That's the thing. That's the big yeah. deal. That's yeah. what everybody's talking about. If you could have a retractable penis, would you? Does If it's retractable, does it also mean it's extendable? Ooh, never been asked that before. I don't know. Have you seen an elephant's penis? They're kind no. of prehensile, like their trunks. Like they like drop down and like, like kind of find the vagina that would be, be cool. like <laughs> eel or like yeah. remember what was that movie when we were kids with the thing the ball that like zoomed around what uh, uh the ball that zoomed around oh the slinky it's it's not the navigator but it's some labyrinth no, no. labyrinth was a, wasn't a was it a movie oh. Maybe it was Avatar. <laughs> when we were no kids. idea. I have no idea. I don't know what I'm talking about. I was just thinking about an elephant's penis finding its way to a vagina, and I really didn't want to think about it, so then I started thinking about old movies, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. All right, let's do this. We're going to call Katie first. And Katie is in Utah. And she's 30. Is it a Skype? Uh, You're not going to see her. It's just Skype audio. Okay. Hello? Hey, Katie. How are you? Hi, Katie. Oh, this is Kelly. Oh, shit. Oh, I, I called hi, you, Kelly. I called you Katie, and it says Kelly right here. I'm so sorry. And Kelly, I spoke to you yesterday. I apologize. Oh, my goodness. Sorry, uh, Kelly. I meant to say, I, and I'm reading it right now, too. What's I'm wrong with sorry, you? Kelly. How are you? Don't worry about it. I'm great. How are you, Anna? Um, really, really good. Really good. We've got Thomas good. Middleditch here from Silicon Valley, and he's... I'm oh resting his head against the microphone in an uncomfortable way. Hi, it's me, Thomas. <laughs> hi, Thomas. <laughs> hi, Ke- hi, Kelly slash Katie. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, girl, don't go there because you know I will. <laughs> Where, how's Utah right now? Is it, is it, is it um, uh, snowy? No, it's actually really beautiful. It's been like 70 degrees the last few days, so it's been really nice. Achi-chachi. Kelly, what's going on with your husband and his parents? Okay, so um, my husband and I have been married for about four years. um, And we're kind of going through an issue with my in-laws who are Mormon. Um, Both my husband and I grew up in Mormon households, um, which is typically very strict. Um, Like, we can't drink coffee or alcohol, uh, no premarital sex. 
Um, you've got to go to church every Sunday, pay like 10% of your gross income. There's just a lot of different rules. Sounds chill. Um, sorry, what was that? <laughs> I said it sounds chill. <laughs> oh, super chill. <laughs> and when my husband and I met, I was trying to like throw myself into the church and like as like a last ditch effort to like really believe in it. And my husband was kind of on the outs with it. Um, but we were always really like honest to each other about how we felt about the church. And we ultimately decided that Mormonism just wasn't for us. Um, so we stopped going to church altogether. And then we officially left the church about a year after we were married. Um, and that's like a huge deal yeah. in the Mormon community because like you have to write an official letter um, stating that you want your name removed from the records of the church and wow. it cancels like your baptism. It like cancels everything you did in the church. So like, it's a big deal <laughs> to do that. And uh, my, my parents initially had kind of a hard time with it, but like they've uh, respected our decision and we can be ourselves around them and my siblings, like they're super chill and just love us no matter what. Um, but my in-laws don't really respect our decision. And even though we left the church officially three years ago, they still don't accept our lifestyle. And they're really great people. They're really amazing. And we love them like so much. But it, there's, there's just this rift in our relationship because of this change in beliefs. And they just can't, we're kind of losing our good relationship with them because they can't see past us, like not following those arbitrary rules that we have been following our whole lives up until three years ago. Um, and it's gotten pretty severe. Like my mother-in-law has told my sister-in-law that uh, she thinks my husband's an alcoholic and he's suicidal because like we drink alcohol because we're in our 30s. Okay, wait, so your mother-in-law, who did, who did your mother-in-law tell? Um, my sister-in-law, so her daughter. And your, your and sister-in-law sister. re relayed this back to you? Yes, she told my husband that um, their mom had said that to her. Um, so it's, it's getting like, she's thinking these crazy things that are not even close to being true about us just because like we drink coffee or we drink alcohol. Like she just thinks like we're bad people. So, and, but I'm curious about her, the way she's going about this. She doesn't exactly say that to you. She's not up front with you guys. Instead, she says stuff to other people about you guys, or is she, is she up front with you guys as well? Um, she's kind of passive aggressive in the way that she talks about it uh, to us. Like if we go down to visit them, they live like two hours away from us. And if we go to visit them over a weekend, um, sometimes she'll say like, oh, you missed real, a really good church today. Like we learned about this and this and this. And we're like, okay, that's great. Glad you had a good time. But like, she's never really come out and said like, hey, I'm really worried about you. Uh, you know, like now that you're not Mormon anymore, I don't know what you're doing. So she's not very upfront about it. When um, when that bombshell sort of landed with the sister-in-law saying that, telling you, relaying that pretty heavy information, did um, was your husband upset by that? What was his reaction to? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's nodding his head right now. <laughs> he was more hurt by it because, like, I mean, we're we're not super like full of ourselves. We think we're good people, you know. Like we we do right. things for the no, people, of but like I'm just thinking that it's kind of on your husband to talk to his parents. You know, I mean, you guys are a team, and you're doing this together. And and but but I think especially when that kind of poisonous 
information, like, you know, if uh, her believing, wanting to believe stuff that isn't true um, is, it's not, I, I think that your husband kind of needs, needs to tackle this one uh, with his mom. And I think that you kind of maybe take, take the back seat a little bit, you know, be supportive and be, um, f- you know, amazing and friendly to them as I'm sure you would. But I think that your husband probably needs to to take the lead on this, and and if he wants to have a really good relationship with his parents, it's kind of up to him to say, look, um, I yeah, I don't know what you guys believe about our lifestyle. I want to lay it out for you, and I want to have a good relationship with you. How can we accomplish these things? When I was talking to Kelly yesterday on the phone, she was telling me that they're strongly considering pretending to be Mormon just for his parents because they're not accepting at all. Is that right, Kelly? Yeah, definitely. And two of my husband's siblings actually are, they don't really believe in the church anymore, but they've like decided that they will never let their mom know that they don't believe in it anymore because they're so scared that the way that we're being treated is the way that they'll end up being treated. So it's like, do we just, do we like pretend to be Mormon or do we like try to like live authentically? Like what do we do? I think that being pretending to be Mormon would be a temporary solution to a long time, to a long-term problem. It's also living dishonestly. Living dishonest and exhausting That's that's the thing that you're wanting to change about your lives is that you want to be a more honest and authentic. And I think, I, but, and I really think that it is kind of, I think you need to tell your husband, honey, I, you know, I think that maybe you should have a really candid talk with your parents and, and tell them how important it is for, you know, us to have a relationship with them because you love them. And, you, but, you know, I think your husband has to, 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 to be really candid with, with his parents and see if there's an opening there. Um, and I, cause I think that, um, it's not necessarily something that you can do, um, on your own, um. Because he's there. I, I guess we're also kind of wondering, like, are we overreacting about this? Like, are we making a bigger deal out of it than it really is? And like, I, I guess we're also just concerned that if we do bring it up with them, and ha- or if my husband does like talk to his parents about this, then like, what if that turns into a volatile conversation? And it could, but but I think your husband can say to them. Um, you know, my goal here is just continue to reiterate. My goal here is to have the best relationship with you possible under my terms. I'm an adult. I've chosen to live this way. I love my wife and I really want to be in your life. Um, please help me do that. And they, and yeah, they will push back and they might not talk to you guys for a while. And it's going to be rocky um, because they're going to make it that way. They could, they could take an easy choice, but sadly, a lot of people don't do that. Uh, yeah, I think that it's, it might get rocky for a minute, but ultimately, you know, you're adults, you need to pave your own way and, and stand by that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think lying about being Mormon is going to sustain itself. No, not at all. It's also contradictory to why you probably have moved on. Yeah. And, and it would, it won't exactly, you're going to get caught and then find yourself in a bigger mess. Somebody's going to say something, you know, that you guys had a beer at a thing or whatever. And it's, it, it'll, it it won't last very long at all. And then it'll cause a bigger mess. Cause you know, like to me that his mom would choose like, um, God or, 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 you know, something that she's 
never met over her own son. That is so sad to me. <laughs> it's like such a yeah. bummer. That is so not, um, uh, I'm sure not even the tenets of the religion she's following. That's so strange. Yeah. It's not at all. <laughs> yeah, but that's, um, that's yeah. You're talking to like a very intense atheist, so I'm probably not the person to, <laughs> yeah. to offer you compassion. No, you actually element. are the person. Yeah, though. yeah. Actually, this is, that's exactly this is... why. I mean, that's so. That's so kind of. Uh, it's such a cloak. Yeah, it's and it's like... it's also like it, the fact that, that you, as you were describing, like what happens when you leave the Mormon Church. It's like to keep people in is a threat. There's this looming threat of punishment. Which is just um, that's not that's not faith. That's not love and some higher power. That's um, enslavement. To be honest, that's like capturing someone and saying, "Now you owe ten percent of your income and whatever else, and your time and your passion." You are so right. <laughs> and that's just that's just that's just not. Uh, I, I personally, on a moral standpoint, I don't think that's right. But also, um, uh, it's just such a sort of sinister um, way of doing things. And you know, that's obviously. My, my exterior judgment of the situation. I'm sure there's wonderful Mormon people in, in the, in the church and they're all doing great things, but, um, I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to be your, your husband. I'm not going to be you having that discussion with his mom, but the, the idea, you know, potentially to remind her is think about who you're choosing to support your own kin or, or this other community. And if her, if her answer is the other community, I think you as Bold adults who are now clear of this sort of pattern of behavior that the church has indoctrinated into you, you are allowed to say, okay, sure, we're not, you know, that that might have to be that for a while until maybe she misses it. Yeah. Hopefully she comes around. But if she doesn't, you have to be bold enough to say that you're okay with it, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just mine. Yeah. I think that's kind of the only the only way to live. Um, I I I think personally though if if your husband does talk talk to her and talk to your talk to his parents I think that um personally I would avoid the choice thing choice yeah, thing that's I think bad. it's so important to acknowledge to know for, you know for you Kelly to know that that that's what's happening but and for your husband to know but I think that when you approach the approach should be more like how can we have the best relationship yeah. I want to be in your life and if yeah. you don't want me in your life that that is heartbreaking but that's the choice you're making I guess I'm, now I'm circling back to going to choice again no but you but, but start start the conversation <laughs> with questions and start it with empathy that you'll yeah. get so much more farther yeah. than, uh, than with yeah. anger and hostility and accusation and you may have to take a few breaths during yeah you guys are gonna have to be the more generous people in this in this yeah. thing and it's sad it's yeah. that's and it's frustrating i'm sorry Oy. kelly i'm but, so sorry but is are you okay with this advice and i'm but i'm and i'm really glad it, you, guys, you guys are brave you guys really helped so much because we like we just didn't really know how to even breach the subject and talk to them about it so the advice you guys gave was like just what we needed to hear and if we were still Mormon, we'd be like, oh, it's an answer to prayer. Yay. Like, we got an answer. <laughs> oh, you know, one of those days you'll find those golden tablets and there you go. I'm really impressed that you guys are, are really strong in this situation. You know, that takes that takes a lot of courage because you're clearly surrounded by other people who want to be, who want to do what you guys are doing but are too scared. And so good for you for, for doing what you're doing and, and living the way you guys want to live. Yeah, man. And, totally. Yeah. It's time to go Utah adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much. Kelly, thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are awesome. We love you. Keep us posted. Love you too. Okay, we will. 
Bye. Bye. All right. Bye. I love. I really do love the people we talk to. I know they're so great. <laughs> we, have, we, we have. We seriously have the best listeners ever. Yeah. I I give them a C plus. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that stance. Kidding. Kidding. <laughs> what a dream she was. All right, we're gonna have one more call here coming up in a second. Let me just hook it up. You guys can talk amongst yourselves. Would you um, date a gal who believed in reincarnation? Uh, it depends how devoutly and how much it sort of filtered how much of her life filtered through that belief it's not impossible but it uh, what i what i've noticed about religion is that's the those that's the prescription of lenses in which you view the world right something good happens praise be to god something bad happens to me why is god punishing punishing me and if everything was attributed to well don't worry i mean next life i might come back as a beetle you know now now i don't have responsibility for what i just said she she was cleopatra what from ancient Egypt? Uh huh. Oh, rumor has it she was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone no from beetle. ancient civilization was fine. <laughs> I mean, you just look at old photos from like the late 1900s, and you're like, "Ooh, dearie, oh dearie, <laughs> dearie me." When do you me. think like smile? I guess when our dentistry got better, that smiling Smiles became part of it. Fashionable, fashionable. Yeah, probably. I mean, if I didn't have braces. Six years of it growing up, my teeth will be all over the place. Yeah. They're currently slipping again. I'm going to have to get Invisalign or something. I mean, I know, me too. I've got good old British teeth. I do. I had the whole works. Retainers, headgear. Top to bottom. Top to bottom. (laughs) Nothing about me is real anymore, sweetheart. (laughs) (laughs) At the breakthrough. Including your throat. (laughs) I got to breakthrough this too. (laughs) But I look so nice. Okay. All right, ready? Should we yeah. call Katie? Oh, yeah. Now we're Sorry. calling Katie. Oh. I messed up before, but this is for sure Katie. She is 24, and she's in New York. New York, New York, the New big York, city? New York, the oh big my city, God. the big apple. Have you lived there, by the way? Yeah. I mean, a little bit, but... Hello? Hey, Katie, it's Sim. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. This is Anna. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, good, good. Thank you for um, taking our call. And we've got Thomas Middleditch here. Hi, hi. I'm an actor. On, I'm an actor on a show called Silicon Valley. He's. Have you seen yes. that, <laughs> Katie? It's so good. It's fine if you haven't. I don't. I don't mind. I really don't. You're probably better off not watching a lot I, of TV. I have watched it. I really like. It. Have watched it. Not a fan. That's fine. <laughs> You know what? I have some comments and critiques, but otherwise, it's that's, okay. That's okay. Don't air them. Don't air them now. I'm very fragile. Keep them to yourself and discuss them with your friends. Oh, it's nighttime over there in the Big Apple. It is nighttime. Yeah. Oh my God. Are you on a? Are you? Are you in a in a taxi cab going to the latest hot joint? Yes. In fact, I am. Cool. <laughs> Okay. All right, Katie, tell us about this new guy you're dating. Um, okay, so I met this guy like a little bit over a month ago um, through a mutual friend. And, um, you know, we started hanging out, spending a lot of time together. We just hit it off really well right away. And, um, you know, he would come, he would like come to see all my shows that I was in. He was like coming out to brunch with my friends and stuff. And, so I was like going really well. And I was like, oh, okay. I think this is going to like be a thing. Um, and then my, so my mutual friend who um, lives in the same apartment building as him, 
she told me like a couple weeks into it that she like found out that he had gone on a date with another girl, which like I was upset at first. And I was like, well, technically, you know, we're not exclusive. We hadn't even like had that conversation yet. I had just like kind of assumed that like we were because he was acting very relationshipy. Um, and so, yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, like, let me just talk to him about it. Cause we haven't talked about it yet. And I found out that he was like kind of recently out of a long on again, off again relationship. Oh, so, wait, recently, yeah. like is like, he's still on again, off again. Yeah. Well, so he had like moved into this apartment building that my friend also lives in because he had like been moving out of like living with her and they had been like on again, off again for six years, but he was like, but it's definitely over. Like, you know, it's over for real this time. And was like very adamant about that. Was that the person that she, that your friend had seen him with or something? Or is this, or is there another girl? No, this was like another girl. Um, so, so I think it's just like that he was in a relationship for a long time and is single again for like the first time. But like, I know that like, you know, we have this connection, like, you know, that he really likes me, but I think like, he's just kind of in a place where he's like, I'm, I'm single now. I want to be single. and like date a lot of people. I'm like, what's Tinder? And like, let me go on dates. So I was like, all right, well, you know what? Like technically we didn't, we weren't exclusive. We did this like, and, um, so I was like, you know, as long as like, you know, just be like open with me. Like, I want to make sure that I'm safe. Like, I know I was like, I'm personally not sleeping around with like a million people. Like, I hope you're not either, but like technically we had just started dating and it would be like a couple weeks. So I didn't want to be like, you can't go on dates with anybody else. But then like, I don't know. So we like talked about it and then we like things went back to normal. And, um, and then like about like a week or so ago, my friend tells me again that he had gone out with another girl and what is wrong with your friend here? That's the other problem, by the way. Yeah. It's a two part so, problem. This is a two part problem <laughs> because my friend who keeps telling me this is the person he's I, going I, on I dates her, with. <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> ask her to stop because, like, you know, technically, when you just start dating someone, like, I have a lot of friends that are now in serious relationships. Yeah, you don't need to know people, these details. When, uh, this is right, like exactly. Really, and like, she was including, like, unuseful information so for much you. information. What was she saying about the girls that, that he was going out with? Oh, she was going man. into detail? Well, oh, yeah, it was so bad. I had to literally just be like, please stop talking. And she wouldn't. Well, oh, what you, what, this is your friend is too much here. Your friend are, seems like the bigger what problem are, here. What are you more upset about? Are you more upset about your friend giving you all of this information, or are you more upset about this guy that you like that continues to go on dates? It's I guess it's a combination of both because like, I mean, I'm upset that he's going out on dates with other girls, but I know that he really likes me because. So I kind of was like You're, tried to end it with him after the second time because I just because you're frustrated. I just was feeling like, yeah. But then I saw him this, I saw him earlier this week because like I had left something at his apartment. So he like met up so he could give it back to me. And he was being like really apologetic and like seeming like he really wanted us to like hang out and reconnect. And like, and I was thinking like, you know, if my friend hadn't told me all this stuff, like, you know. You'd be in a happier mental space because you'd probably be happier. I think that you're crushing pretty hard on this guy and he, he might want to be single 
This is maybe what I suspect here. Um, he probably wants a bit. Yeah, of he probably and, wants a bit of both. Speaking as a guy who's yeah. wanted both at one point. Okay. You want love, but then you're also like, but I also like uh, yeah. having sex with other. With right. Like when he stuff. sees me, he like wants to act like we're boyfriend and girlfriend, but he also like wants to like go on dates with other people. Are, how how do you feel about if that if he outright said that? What, what would you say? I would be like, okay, well, that's not what I want. So, okay, uh, let's call this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I like him, and I think we have a good connection. I just think it might be one of those things, like, the timing isn't right. Yeah, fair enough. Because some people would say, that doesn't bother me, and some people would say, that that's a major issue. So it's important that you just kind of know yeah. where you stand. I think, yeah, I think that, um, I, you know, it's important to recognize this, this where this guy is in his life right now so you can protect your yeah, heart, totally. you know? I mean, I'm not saying mm-hmm. don't date him because um, I think you like him and you enjoy spending time with him. And who knows? He, uh, you know. He's fine. He take if, his shirt if, off and he, 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 I, <laughs> he But you know what I mean? Like maybe if, you know, it, it could be the kind of thing where in a few months, if you guys are having a great time that he wants to, he wants to hang exclusively with you. But yeah. but that's sort of, that is sort of a side issue. Right now, I think you have to tell your friend, um, like, I think you have to have a heart to heart with her and say, listen, you know, I, I, I know you probably saw that I was getting upset when you told me about, um, the other girls and, and I just, I, I, I want to be your friend. I want to keep our friendship, but you got to understand that I, it 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 messed it messed with my feelings towards him, which really kind of ultimately upsets me. And I'm not quite sure what your motivation was. To, I don't know if you want to have that kind of heart to heart with her. But well, did you want to know that? Would you want to know that information or I not think at everyone all? Everyone wants to. I like it. Sometimes I don't. No, I don't no, I don't. I I'm at a place where I don't want to. No, like I'm. I, I've curbed my curiosity, but I think it's one of those things. Like once you start pulling that thread, if she drops a little hint, like no, if you the got friend, oh, well, that's what she would do, right? And it'd be the thing where it'd be like, well, you, I mean, I'm like, I don't want to know, but you mentioned this, right. like now I have now, to, right? You have to tell me, yeah, right. I I think that yeah. I think that if she's a friend that's worth having, I think you know, sort of laying it out for her because. I, I mean, you're young, and she's probably young. I don't know if she is the best person to have in your like. I don't feel like, say that she's not the best yeah. person to have in your life. Well, really, she's your friend. Yeah, How I long just, have you known I this friend think, for? I just think a friend who does that isn't the best. Needs to person. be asked. Yeah. I she's, do. Wait, what she, if she's being a good friend? What if she's saying, "Hey, you should know this about this guy." If that she's he's going talking out with, about, no, no, no. Do you think she's maybe I, she's coming from a good place? There's a way. There's a way to do that. Then uh, okay. There's a way to do that. It just and I think that that's when you say something like, "I'm not sure," but I heard that you know so and so was still dating. Um, I I don't I feel weird about saying this to you, but I just want you to know because I love you. Yeah. That's how to do it. That's how I you feel do like, it. You yeah. Know? No, I totally agree. And I think like if I do decide to kind of give this guy a second chance, then I would definitely want to talk to her about it because like she's so wrapped up in that social circle. And like, I think I know she means well, but like she's also like not from America. And I think it might partially be like a cultural thing where like she's just very blunt and just says everything at first. First, make sure she's fucking legal, dude. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Because if she's not legal, her advice is fucking null to begin with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to make a few calls. Yeah. Well, maybe then you just, maybe you don't have, the, I don't know. I mean, depending, maybe you don't, maybe you're not ready for that kind of 
in-depth co- like conversation, but maybe you just sort of uh, like it's like a gently. There's nothing wrong gently. with establishing boundaries. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool of you to think of me like that. But I have like a TMI uh, meter, and you kind of went into the red zone, so yeah. you got to keep it in the green. That's a great way to put it. But can we yeah. get back to the like the other big question that's looming? Is that, when are you guys getting married? <laughs> that and and like, are you cool with this? The fact that he's you know dating other girls. No, I'm answering for her that she's not, but she likes him enough that her override is coming. So the into override, play here. so she's cool with it then, and she's cool with him. She's dating not other cool gr- with it, but she likes him so much that she wants to force herself to be cool with it. Am I right, Katie? <laughs> uh, I'm trying yeah, to put like myself in your would. shoes because <laughs> there's nothing wrong with liking with crushing hard on somebody and wanting yeah. to spend a lot of time with them there's nothing wrong with that knowing I'll, that he's I'll, going out with well, other girls here's, here's the trick though I think like you know when you're, when you're dating and you're kind of in a world where other people are probably dating multiple people at, at the same time, yeah. you know, because it's yeah. it's the city, yeah. it's the Big Apple. There's a kind of you kind of yeah. need a little dose of delusion. Like you don't want right. to know all that. You expect it, but don't want to know it. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as you keep a little bit of wool over your eyes, you're like Which safe. Which is where the friend is not coming. You know, friend that's is, totally. She yeah. pulled the wool over. Yeah. Right. So I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe talk, say hey to the guy. I'll see you in a little bit. You know, maybe it'll come back around and then, you know, you get back on Bumble. We were talking about it earlier because the girls reach out to the guys on Bumble. (laughs) Do you think that um, you guys have had, have you guys had like a, when you talk to him about it or or have you, have you guys had like a potential relationship ending conversation where that you feel like you now have to come back from that moment? Do you know what I'm saying? The last time I saw him, I just kind of was like, you know, like maybe we should just like, be more like friends like I think you just I I think you need to be single right now and like I think I want like more than that and um and then you know that was like maybe like a week and a half ago and then I saw him earlier this week and he seemed like he he was apologetic right I think you I think I, I I think that you give it a shot if you're enjoying spending time with him I think reach out to him again you can. Am I you crazy? can. Uh, no, not crazy at all. I'd also. I hate this because this is very dismissive. This is going to sound so patronizing, but you're, you're 24. I mean, there's so many. There's so many more opportunities to fall in love. Yeah. Are you we, Are you dating other people? I mean, like I'm on like apps, but like not, I don't know. I'm like so busy. So that was like kind of part of why it was nice because like you know I just had this like one person I could focus on and like see a couple times a week. Right. But um, so it's like. It was nice to meet someone who I like connected with right away because it like it was just easy and I could focus on the stuff that I like really want to be focusing on. Yes, yeah. it's exciting so, to meet yeah. someone you actually like because yeah. out of out of thirty really out of forty is. people this you is, meet, this you is only what sucks one. about dating. You like someone a yeah. lot and then you realize that oh, of course I like him and he's a you know he's a great guy. That's why he's dating other girls and he's single and he should. Why the <laughs> hell not? But right, know, it's like I I get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. and like I don't think he's a bad guy. Like I I think like. You know, that's like, I wouldn't like him if he was a bad guy. I think, you know, he's just figuring it out. And like, that's his right. Uh, I just know for me, I I just, it hurts my feelings too much, like, knowing that he's going out with other people. Yeah. Well, I, you you join in, you join in on all the dating. (laughs) It kind of turns into like a collective kind of like really fun night that you won't forget. I think if you can distract yourself by, by sort of reaching out to other people, um, it may not be as satisfying at all to spending time with with the dude, but I think that's 
but I also think too that you know maybe if the timing is right, like reach out to him again, say you want to hang yeah. out. Nothing in life has to be 100% black yeah. or white. You know, yeah. you can live. You can live yeah. in that Fifty Shades of Grey. It's an erotic novel, and it's been made into a series of movies. <laughs> but it's about this kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sexy, I hear. <laughs> You're like the studio exec that whose like dad is like a massive mogul. <laughs> yeah, or I'm 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 the a... studio exec's dad, and I'm like, we should do that as. A, do you think they do that as a maybe a comic book, Tyler? <laughs> you should call your studio and see if they do it as a comic book. It's called Fifty Shades of I don't know Red or something. <laughs> uh, all right, let's wrap it up with Katie. So Katie. tell her what she should do. Oh, I think I just think just have it, just have fun, and and I know I I would I wouldn't close the door on this guy at all. I would be wary of your friend, um, and and definitely yeah. create some boundaries with that. Um, but I don't think you know. I know it might be tempting to like pin everything on her, um, but I don't think you can you can necessarily do that. Um, yeah. No. I, yeah. Um, but I would, I would be wary. Maybe a little bit of 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 her intention. She may be a little jealous of you. Um, because I think that that kind of behavior tends to come from jealousy. Um, potentially. Um, Thomas is cocking his head like he might disagree with me. Maybe. I think. I think many well-intentioned things have negative consequences she may genuinely be like i think you would want to know because i would want to know and everybody's yes, like me yeah, right yeah that's how humans think you're right? totally right right yeah. um so i mean yeah there's nothing... and that's, she's actually said that like a couple times right, so. right and there's nothing wrong with you establishing a couple boundaries that's totally fine um yeah. and then in terms of the guy i don't know you always said you, you got to know your own limits sounds like you're very busy and career-minded and i applaud that and go after that and then whoever can make it on the side <laughs> Buddy, you had fun. Just stay safe <laughs> out there. It's New York City. People have all kinds of things. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> Thank we love you, you. Katie. Thank you guys so much. I love you, Anna. Thank you guys. I for love calling. you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thomas, you did great. That was you great. You did great Thomas. out there. You think I did okay? You did amazing. Yeah. You were great. People's lives were just dancing in the palms of our hands. You it, took care of it. It's yeah, I know. So fragile, it's... like holding a little baby chick and you could just snap its neck and kill it. <laughs> Before we go, let's talk about his TV show, which is my favorite TV show. I told you this earlier. It's most people's favorite TV show. I know. Yeah, I'll agree. Yeah. What question impressed stuff do you get asked all the time? What question? Yeah, do you get like a is there a common question that you get um, asked all the, the time? At the beginning, by... it was always like, hey, so if you guys could, if you had an app, oh, what boy. would it be? That was always frustrating because either they wanted a joke, they wanted a zinger, which I never, that's a, that's a tough setup for a really solid zinger. But also, um, if they wanted a real answer, like, I, I, I wouldn't be here if I had a billion dollar app. I'd be off in Silicon Valley making a billion dollars. You fucking idiot. And then I slap the, slap the microphone out of their hand, shovel them in, hopefully a nearby puddle, and say, and I point to the red carpet and I go, Oh, this is meaningless, you fucking idiots. Yeah. And I pull down the the backdrop, Fuck the, yeah. the step and repeat. It's called a yeah. step and repeat. For any of you who don't know, when you or when you see actors in front of this little backdrop with all the little logos, it's called a step and repeat. I, 
and I <laughs> threw it down and I just I like point to like the the the, the genitals of all like all the publicists around I say look look at them all and and everyone's like what does he mean by that I'm like everything and then I grab a camera of, of like and Ryan Seacrest and is there I'm like you shouldn't be here and he's like I'm not really I haven't been in here in, in years you should get your references straight and I go it doesn't matter <laughs> And then I go on stage and accept someone else's award like that guy from Atlanta did to us at the Critics' (laughs) Choice Awards. You know, Hollywood is fun for a number of reasons. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Sunday nights on HBO? Sunday nights. uh, By the time this airs, right, you will have all seen the first episode. Yes. Send your reviews in to (laughs) www.siliconvalleyreviews.com. <laughs> There's a brief sign up page, but it's pretty seamless after that. <laughs> Thanks, Thomas. Oh wait, can we tell do you I don't do you swear? You don't I, really swear. I swore even on this podcast. Oh, you did? Yeah. I'm sorry, I was too busy listening to myself. <laughs> yeah. Um but we like to tell Sim uh say to say a unison fuck you and it means a lot today because Sim and I actually got into a fight earlier oh, and uh, he yeah. wouldn't apologize, he was in the wrong and, it's not true. Well, um, everyone's in the wrong in a fight. Yeah. It's the first yeah. level, first lesson of fighting. Yeah, but no, Thank I you. have witnesses. This is legit. This is not legit. <laughs> legit. legit. You came into witnesses. the house and you just started tearing. <laughs> so uh, fuck you, Sim, on a one, two, three. One, two, three. Fuck, fuck you, Sim. Follow us on Unqualified, all social media. <sighs> Leave us a review. Thank you so much. And fuck thank you, you <laughs> Thomas Middleditch, Silicon Valley, Sunday nights on HBO. Yeah, yeah. And HBO Go. Hmm? Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>